Steering Llama 2 with Contrastive Activation Additions. By Nina Rimsky, Wuschel Schultz, Nick Gabs et al. Cross-posted from the AI Alignment Forum. May contain more technical jargon than usual. This is a link post for, link in text, there's an image here, with the caption. The effects of subtracting or adding a, sycophancy vector, to one bias term. TLDR. By just adding for example a, sycophancy vector, to one bias term, we outperform supervised fine-tuning and few-shot prompting at steering completions to be more or less sycophantic. Furthermore, these techniques are complementary. We show evidence that we can get all three benefits at once. Summary. By adding for example a sycophancy vector to one of the model's bias terms, we make LAMA 2-7b, 13b, chat more sycophantic. We find the following vectors. 1. Hallucination. 2. Sycophancy. 3. Corrigibility. 4. Power-seeking. 5. Cooperating with other AIs. 6. Myopia. 7. Shutdown acceptance. These vectors are highly effective, as rated by Claude 2. There's an image here, with the caption. Adding steering vectors to layer 15 of Llama 2-13b, chat. We find that the technique generalizes better than fine-tuning while only slightly decreasing MMLU scores, a proxy for general capabilities. According to our data, this technique stacks additively with both fine-tuning and few-shot prompting. Furthermore, the technique has zero inference time cost since it just involves modifying one of the model's bias terms. This also means it's immediately compatible with any sampling setup. We are the first to demonstrate control of a language model along these feature directions. This post was written by Alex Turner, Turntrout. Heading. How Contrastive Activation Addition Works. The technique is simple. We average the activation difference over a set of contrast pair prompts. There's an image here, with the caption. A contrast pair from Anthropic's Corrigible Neutral HHH dataset. The negative completion's last token activations, for example at. There's a code block here in the text. Are subtracted from the positive completion's activations, for example at. There's a code block here in the text. The corrigibility vector is the average activation difference, with the average taken over dozens of these dataset contrast pairs. We then add this vector to one of the. There's a code block here in the text. S with some coefficient, generally plus 1 or dash 1 for increasing or decreasing the tendency in question. We take the last token activations in order to get the model ready to explain, for example a corrigible or incorrigible decision. We think that this multiple choice setup primes the model to be on the edge of exhibiting the given trait, for example corrigibility or sycophancy. Heading. The vectors generalize to open-ended generation. The vector was computed using A or B questions. We wanted to find out if the steering vector has an appropriate effect on freeform generation, which is what we usually want from chatbots and agents. For each dataset, we took held-out questions, not used to form the steering vector, but hid the A or B answers. The models wrote freeform answers. Then Claude 2 evaluated whether the freeform answer was for example sycophantic. By this metric, both models do extremely well. Llama 2-13b, chat. There's an image here, with the caption. Adding steering vectors to layer 15 of Llama 2-13b, chat. Subtracted, means the steering vector has a coefficient of minus 1, and, added, entails a coefficient of plus 1. 
Llama 2-7B, chat. There's an image here, with the caption. Effect on behaviors of Llama 2-7B, chat. Vector added to layer 15. Subtracted, means the steering vector has a coefficient of minus 1, and, added, entails a coefficient of plus 1. Subtracting the sycophancy vector also increases, truthful QA, performance, which is further evidence of generalization. Subheading. A hallucination vector. There's an image here in the text. If we could get rid of model confabulations, we would have more trust in AI outputs. The hallucination vector seems very helpful with the 7B model. There's an image here, with the caption. Llama 2-7B, chat. We tested hallucination rates over a variety of question types. We want there to be a low false refusal rate, the model answers real questions, and also a low false answering rate, we don't want the model to make stuff up. Therefore, it's best to be in the bottom left corner. The bars show variance, the star is the performance of the unmodified model. Adding the vector with a minus 2.5 coefficient, dark blue, seems to work quite well, although it increases false refusals a bit. But the 13B model has very confusing results. Maybe something went wrong in the analysis, or maybe this hallucination vector technique just doesn't work on 13B for some reason. There's an image here, with the caption. Llama 2-13B, chat. These graphs are crazy. Subheading. Anti-discrimination vector. Meg Tong found a vector which reduced discriminatory views on both the barbecue dataset, measuring toxicity, and in open-ended generation, but this vector isn't in the paper. Heading. Better generalization than few-shot prompting and fine-tuning. Subheading. Few-shot prompting. Alex was reasonably confident, pre-registered prediction, that activation addition would beat few-shot prompting in this setting. The few-shot prompts were pro, or anti-sycophantic, or neutral. We measured the likelihood of the sycophantic A or B answer. There's an image here in the text. For the 7B model, the sycophantic few-shot prompting does basically nothing. However, the activation additions perform strongly in both settings. Furthermore, if the few-shot prompting helps make the answer more or less sycophantic, then the sycophancy vector also helps, in a basically additive fashion, as evidenced by the lines mostly being translations of each other. That's great news, because it suggests that we can use both techniques to gain additional alignment benefits. Making the model more truthful, less hallucinatory, less power-seeking, in its answers, and so on. Subheading. Supervised fine-tuning. Alex was also confident that it would stack with supervised fine-tuning, which was a somewhat controversial claim. To resolve the fine-tuning disagreement via experiment, suppose we compute a sycophancy vector from the set of prompt pairs. Here's a formula. What happens if we do supervised fine-tuning on? Here's a formula. By upweighting for example the sycophantic. There's a code block here in the text. There's a code block here in the text. Token? Given the same set of data, for computing the steering vector or fine-tuning the model, and freezing the model except for layer 15, where the sycophancy vector is added, which technique is more effective? Fine-tuning can find the steering vector intervention by just updating the appropriate bias term in the same way. But what will it actually find? The fine-tuning at least generalized to other A or B questions. As a sanity check. The fine-tuned models achieved greater than 95% test accuracy on outputting for example the sycophantic. There's a code block here in the text. There's a code block here in the text. 
response on held out questions, which indicates the fine-tuning was effective. To compare activation addition and fine-tuning, we measure their generalization efficacy by having Claude 2 judge open-ended completions, remember that we just trained on different. There's a code block here in the text. There's a code block here in the text. Outputs. Positive fine-tuned is the condition where we upweighted the sycophantic. There's a code block here in the text. There's a code block here in the text. Response tokens and negative fine-tuned involved upweighting the non-sycophantic ones. There's an image here with the caption. Percentage of Llama 2-7B chat responses rated as sycophantic by Claude 2. In tabular form. There's a table here in the text. The heading row contains seven columns, which read, subtracted vector, no act. Addition, added vector, positive fine-tuned, non-FT, negative FT. See the original text for the table content. Here's a list of bullet points. Very low sycophancy is achieved both by negative fine-tuning and subtracting the sycophancy vector. The rate is too low to examine how well the interventions stack with each other. If we wanted to increase sycophancy, however, then our technique has very strong performance. A single sycophancy vector boosts the sycophancy rate by 14%, while positive fine-tuning only boosts it by 4.5%. However, fine-tuning adds 10.5% when adding the sycophancy vector. This means that the effect is super-additive. If activation additions and fine-tuning had similar effects on the model, then fine-tuning would eat up most of the benefits of the sycophancy vector. We observe the opposite. Alex expects this effect to be slightly sublinear in general. Before concluding superadditivity in general, remember that this is just one data point, excluding the sycophancy decreasing case, which is too close to zero to get an obvious effect at this level of statistical power. The two interventions have non-interfering effects. Notice how the positive FT and original curves are nearly translations of each other. You can fine-tune the model to be more sycophantic, 12.5% sycophancy rate, but then subtract the steering vector to drop back down to 6% sycophancy. That's the end of the list. So, activation addition beats fine-tuning on the same amount of data. This is perfectly in line with prior work. See Table 1, page 7 of Inference Time Intervention, or Figure 3 from In-Context Vectors. There's an image here, with the caption. Percentage of toxic responses generated with different numbers of demonstrations. Lower toxicity indicates better performance. The experiment is conducted on Falcon 7B. We report the mean across three random seeds. Subheading. Activation addition is not spiritually similar to fine-tuning. The two techniques are mechanistically different. Consider the following prompt. There's a code block here in the text. Suppose we fine-tune the model to maximize the probability placed on answer A. If we train to convergence, that means that its sampling probabilities assign roughly 1 to. There's a code block here in the text. And roughly 0 to. There's a code block here in the text. There is no more signal that naive fine-tuning can extract from this data. However, contrastive activation addition conditions the model on choosing. There's a code block here in the text and conditions the model on choosing. There's a code block here in the text. And then contrasts its internal representations across the two contexts. The derived steering vector is only zero if the model has identical thoughts and activations across the two contexts. 
If not, if there remains some meaningful variation in for example the model's intentions to be sycophantic or not, then activation addition can extract more signal from the training data. It's not that fine-tuning is failing to be done properly. It's just a different kind of operation. Activation additions are a different kind of intervention and will bring unique benefits and challenges. Perhaps some alignment problems can be solved easily via this technique, even though they're hard to resolve with fine-tuning. Heading. Steering vectors don't seem to hurt capabilities much. We compute the average probability which LAMA2-7b chat assigns to the correct MMLU answer token, that is top 1. Neutral means we don't add a steering vector. Added means we add with coefficient 1. Here's a formula. Some of the vectors have a bit of an effect. For example corrigibility corresponds to a 6% absolute drop in MMLU top 1, but others don't really, like hallucination or coordination. Furthermore, the steered models can still hold conversations just as well, as suggested by the earlier examples. Furthermore, inference time intervention found that adding a truth vector improved MMLU for LAMA 1. Heading. Progress in activation additions. This section is written in first person, representing Alex's personal views. This year has seen a lot of progress. Activation additions allow model control via linear interventions with a concept algebra. Early this year, 2023, my MATS 3.0 team and I discovered a cheese vector, which makes a maze-solving policy ignore the presence of cheese, blog post, paper. Next came steering GPT-2 XL by adding an activation vector, paper, which steered GPT-2 XL 1.5b parameters, using relatively crude steering vectors, for example not averaging over prompts adding in at multiple token positions. Ever since I first saw the cheese vector, I've been excited for the impact of steering vectors, but a lot of people were still skeptical the technique was real or would scale. In this work, we scale up to 13b parameters and investigated both base models and RLHF chat models. Our vectors work significantly better than I had expected. Concurrently to the GPT-2 work, Li et al., 2023, demonstrated a truth vector on LAMA-1. They independently derived the roughly same activation addition technique. In fact, a third paper this year independently derived activation addition. In context vectors steered models to reduce toxicity and affect style transfer. I guess something is in the water this year. The representation engineering paper found a bunch of interesting steering vectors, including a memorization vector. By subtracting their memorization vector, they reduced quote recitation from 89% to 37% while preserving performance on a historical dataset. Activation additions have also motivated a formalization of linear representation, helped verify linear representations of sentiment in LLMs, and contributed to adversarial training. I'm now helping start up DeepMind's Bay Area alignment team. My first project is to run this technique on large internal models and see how well it works. I'll be excited to see other groups continue to adopt this technique and get cool results. I hope, and expect, that activation addition will work this well on frontier models. If so, it'd be great for activation additions to be incorporated into the standard alignment pipelines. Heading. Conclusion. Our steering vectors have strong alignment-relevant effects, reducing bad behaviors from hallucination to sycophancy. These effects are distinct from fine-tuning and few-shot prompting. It appears that one can use all three techniques together to gain three sets of benefits. 
the technique has zero inference time cost and can be easily integrated into existing sampling libraries. Fine-tuning is a different kind of operation than activation addition. Therefore, perhaps some alignment problems can be solved easily via activation addition, even though they are hard to resolve with fine-tuning. We're excited to see how people use this tool. Contributions. Here's a list of bullet points. Nina Rimsky, researcher, came up with idea of using a dataset of contrast pairs for generating steering vectors, wrote original steering code and implemented most experiments, produced figures, contributed to paper writing. Nick Gabrielli, researcher, conducted experiments for steering on topics other than sycophancy and hallucination, contributed to paper writing. Julian Schultz, researcher, created the hallucination dataset, wrote code for LLM-based completion scoring, conducted all hallucination experiments. Meg Tong, researcher, ran experiments which influenced the paper and gave feedback on the paper. Evan Hubinger, mentor, supervised Nina Rimsky in MATS 4.0 and gave a bunch of direction and ideas for the initial experiments. Alex Turner, mentor, Supervised Nick and Julian in Matt's 4.0, gave feedback on experiment designs, organized the paper writing effort and wrote this blog post, came up with original activation addition idea. That's the end of the list. If you want to do work like this, apply to work with Alex in Team Shard in Matt's 6.0 later in summer 2024. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on December 27, 2023. The original text contained six footnotes which were omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.